Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Welcome to another episode of the Creators Outlet, brought to you by our friends over at the Inked Marketing team. Inked Marketing is here to help you get your Kickstarter or Indiegogo up over that hump. They're here to do all the hard work that you really don't have time to in a real world, because we're in a real world, even though I think I'm in a comic book world most days. And we'd also like to introduce you to local hero, Monty Moore. He is up for a Ringo Award uh, for your consideration. Uh, please go to RingoAwards.com to vote for Monty and many of the other items up for nomination for a Ringo Award. Uh, Monty will actually be here tomorrow at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. And right now, I'd like to introduce our special guest tonight, Edgar Pasten. That's right. Oh, good. I got it right. I'm, I'm <laughs> usually I'm usually terrible with last names. No, you got it. Nailed it. First try. Good. So, uh, tell us uh, how you got into comics and uh, what your background is in uh, in the creatives. Right. So, I took a very very long road into comics um, as. Every kid, I think, you know, you, you pick up comics as a kid and they just, they ooze cool. And, you know, you have that stuck in your mind. I, um, I went from being a comic book lover as a kid. I grew up and, um, and eventually I stayed in the art field, but I became a product designer. Um, specifically, I've been designing toys for the last uh, close to two decades. And um, toys in a roundabout way took me, you know, from, you know, it fostered my design, uh, my love of design, I should say, and it just kept me in the art world. Um, and then, lo and behold, I had the the fortunate opportunity to um, to work for Saban Brands uh, back in, I believe, 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. And um, they put me in charge for whatever reason. They put me in charge of uh, publishing worldwide for their their brands, for every brand in house being, um, you know, one of those being Power Rangers. And 
in that in that position, I was um, I was fortunate again fortunate enough to um, to to be able to um, you know manage the the publishing worldwide, and some of that came in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic book. Um, if you if you haven't read that, uh, just amazing book by uh, uh, I think the interior started out with Hendry Prasetya and mm -hmm. Kyle Higgins. Um, you know, I could I I was. I was just a fly on the wall for the most part, you know, and, and giving my input and making sure that, um, you know, little things here and there, we stay true to the, to the core of what power Rangers was, but those guys, those guys certainly, uh, made my job very, very easy. Yeah. Uh, I was way past the, the power Rangers phase when, when it came out, I was yep. already like, you know, almost out of high school. So I see like, all, all these guys and there's there's other guys uh, uh, that I'm that I'm friends with and they have like their own channel and they're always posting you know what they got in right and they're a big they're a big fan of the uh, the plastic coffin uh, versions of, of, of all their favorite books and buying books for just the, you know just the cover and stuff right and he's a huge power Rangers fan and right. I'm always kind of like jabbing him I go I go, dude. What are you? Five years old? He goes. <laughs> he goes. You got to read this book. And then I, you know, I, I work for Outright Geekery, and so I went in and I got some of the, you know, the copy review for uh, Power Rangers. I go. I go. Uh, okay. Outside of the goofy monsters, the storylines are good. And I'm like, that's oh. it. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that that's actually for me the the funny part is um, you know not again not in a bad way but uh, for me I, I was already too old for it I was into other things you know and when I when I came about in that position it was it was a little bit like oh so I'm gonna be doing like very uh, you know goofy um, kind of you know that nostalgia stuff and. Lo and behold, you know this this opportunity with Boom Studios comes along with uh, with that fabulous team, and you know they just turned that on its head. And even for myself, I wasn't into into the show, uh, you know, all, all that much as a kid. But I I basically was introduced to it in my in my late thirties, and you know I I came to understand the magic behind the show. There's so much that goes into those shows and. You know the you know taking care of the IP from from that side of things. Um, I really learned a whole heck of a lot while I was there, and that in in and of itself helped to you know for me to jump in order to to be able to make the jump in order to make my own comic, and that's Americaiju, which is what I'm uh, hoping to share with you guys today. And it's right there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Good. Good segue. We have the uh, the Kickstarter going right now. Uh, less than sixty six hours to go. I see it says. Um, so I'm 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 sweating a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We're a little, we're a little over seventy percent, I believe, seventy or seventy five percent. So um, you know, it's not horrible, but I, I didn't. Uh, I obviously did not plan to be in um, in this position at the last uh, the last two days or so. Yeah, because this yeah this is this is definite uh, sweat zone. Yeah, yeah. I like mean, it's, it's one of the, the last the last day and a half, and you're like, 
oh man, I, I really need a thousand dollars. I really right. need a thousand dollars. Right. No. And, and it's, uh, and, you know, what's great is, um, you know, we have, we have so much stuff packed into this, um, packed into this Kickstarter. And as you mentioned at the very beginning of your show, the, um, the team over at Inked um, took on my, uh, my Kickstarter uh, very late. I was already, um, you know, a couple weeks into, into the, um, into the campaign when they, when they helped me out. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, it, it shows, uh, you know, part of what you were talking about the pitch as far as, you know, them helping make this a thing and make it, uh, you know, spread the word more than anything, you know, cause I think that's what this has needed is to spread the word, but, you know, little things like, you know, change the cover and move this here, move that there, um, you know, add this reward tier, you know, it just, it, it made a world of a difference having those guys, um, on my, you know, on my side and, or, you know, kind of helping out the way, the way that they have. Yeah. It helps that, that Kevin is, uh, is is not only the hair club president but he's also a fan so right he's he's also like uh like myself uh a huge nerd and i can say this because uh he's on the other side of the country and uh probably doesn't want to fly in a plane to boston to like <laughs> smack me in the back of the head <laughs> and uh yeah no, I, yeah he's he's a huge i mean he's a huge nostalgia fan and he's a huge comic book fan and right. he you know he just he just loves this stuff and he's got, you know, 30 plus years in the, in the marketing business for, for various things. And he just, he came up with a, with a formula, uh, that right. if, if you can get on, if you can get on with inked marketing from start to finish, right. uh, I, I think everybody so far that's been on with them from start to finish, uh, you know, pre-launch, has has funded right yeah and i you know i think it's uh it's definitely something that i'm i'm in that um in the position now to where i can say oh you know should have would have could have should have mm -hmm. um definitely if we go if we go at this uh at this again this is definitely something i'm i'm recommending myself in the future so future self if you're seeing this again <laughs> yeah and, we go through kevin <laughs> and, and and not just that but uh knock on wood because a lot of a lot of crowdfunders get like a huge roll off on, in like the last 24 hours right yeah and that's actually something that i've um you know i i know is is part of it you know so i'm i as as much as i like to joke that i'm sweating i am sweating it but um you know i'm i'm also aware that there's those waves that that happen and a lot of it is education too because um, I know I've, I've called, you know, had conversations with certain friends and, and they, they'll say, oh yeah, there's that thing that you're doing. Um, I'll pledge, I'll pledge as soon as I get paid. And, you know, for, for me, it's like, oh, well, thank you first, you know, thank you for thinking of me. Really appreciate it. But you could show love now and not have to pay until the campaign ends, you know, and a lot of people still think that, um, you know, it's like pay now you get charged now or, you know, pledge now and you get charged now. So I've had to put like a little button on my, on my images, the, the pledge now pay later. Uh, so, you know, a lot of my friends again are still in that mindset. So they're hopefully we'll get that avalanche towards, towards the end. So we'll, uh, you know, hopefully we're, we're not, we're not stuck with, you know, being within a couple bucks, you know? 
Yeah. You know, guys, it's been a month. You haven't got paid yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I got confused because I there's, there's the two major crowdfunding platforms that comic book creators use. There's, right. of course, Kickstarter, which is the biggest one, and then Indiegogo. Right. And there's a big snobbery between Kickstarter and Indiegogo. You have some people that will only use Indiegogo. Right. And some people that will only give their money to Kickstarter. Right. Now, there's a lot of people that just use Kickstarter because it's the first one. And they don't want to switch over to Indiegogo because it's bad enough that, you know, one crowdfunding platform already has them and sends them notifications for all these little gadgets that they have zero interest in. Right. And uh, I've had to wind it down because as we were talking in the pre-show, I just got an Indiegogo package in. So I didn't know Indiegogo actually does charge you as soon as, as soon as you hit that, right. that pledge button, right. Indiegogo whacks your account. And I didn't know this. So I made like almost a hundred dollar pledge to, to an Indie, to the Indiegogo that came in today. And, uh, cause, uh, you know, add-ons right. and, uh, <laughs> I, Man, I had I, I stopped myself because I was gonna basically hit, you know, add all, but I'm like, I don't have that kind of money. Yeah. And uh it's good to be a fan though. <laughs> yeah, but they take uh they take all your money like up front. Right. The only right. problem yeah. with that is if you don't fund, then you have to contact them with your order number and, and all that information. And then you have to wait like up to three months to get your refund. If, yeah, uh, yeah, it seems like it seems like a, you know there's there's pros and cons to both of them. I, I would imagine. Mm -hmm. um, I've I for one personally have never done an Indiegogo. Um, I've only seen those for for other types of crowdfunding. You know when you know for personal like medical bills and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think because of that, because those are it's so popular to use it for that. I think people are, are used to seeing Indiegogo and they might be equating it to uh, Kickstarter, you know, Oh, they work the same. So I'm going to be charged right away. Um, you know, so that's, that's part of, I think the, one of the bigger things that I think, um, you know, in general, I, we're doing it as creators, but, um, but I think Kickstarter really lacks in that, in that way is educating people that, that they don't get charged until the end of the, of a campaign, you know? Mm hmm that makes well, it easier for a lot of folks. There's there's other things that Indiegogo does that Kickstarter doesn't do. Uh, one, Indiegogo doesn't take as much out in fees. Oh, so, okay. so the creator actually gets a little bit more money. And by a little bit, I mean, you know, like 1% to 1.3% more. Right. But, you know. Makes if, a difference. If, if, you know, you've got a huge following, that could mean a lot. Right. Um. They uh, they also have uh, a few features that Kickstarter doesn't do. Um, you can actually, if you haven't, like, the, the sweating zone of a 1,000 here, right? Uh, Indiegogo will actually let you extend your Kickstarter another, well, your Indiegogo, pardon me. Right, your campaign. Uh, <laughs> you can extend your campaign in the 30 days, uh, and it's also wow. got a one-time flexible... Uh, amount that you can change. Ah, oh, got it. Plus once the campaign is finished, you can actually keep that project 
open on demand, like a store, right? Yeah, like a like a store window for yeah. an additional thirty for an additional 30, 30 plus days. You know, depending right. on what you know what you want it open for. I know some creators have actually kept it open because uh, they're trying to hit a certain plateau in their campaign, so they they've kept it open like for like three or four months. Wow, in demand just for the fact that hey. This is selling, you know, this is selling good or I'm getting an, I'm getting an order for like, you know, this, this big, uh, you know, omnibus book that I did that's right. like 300 plus pages. I, I get an order like, you know, every two to five weeks for another book. And it's, it's like, you know, two, another $200, like out of nowhere. And I'm like, right. oh, I got an order and I go in my back room, I grab it, I pack it, I send it. Right. Um, Kickstarter. So this is this is how this is how I shop for comics, crowdfunding wise. Uh, Indiegogo. If I have just sold like some key comics, apparently I buy comics to to then sell comics uh, and toys, uh, yep. so I can buy more comics. Yeah, you gotta feed you gotta feed the beast, right? So if I just if I just sold some 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 to some toys, some older toys, or uh, uh, you know, some key, some key books or a bunch, you know, a lot of, you know, filler books or whatever. And, uh, right. I have, I have a few extra bucks in, in the account. Uh, I can, you know, I, and something catches my eye on Indiegogo. I can buy it because I know they're going to take my money right away. Right. Uh, right. If it's on it's, Kickstarter. It's already there. You're just recycling it at that point. Right. Yeah. And if it's on Kickstarter, I look to see when it ends. Right. If, if it's still, if it's going to go until, you know, after the first of the month, I'm like, Ooh, I got some breathing room. I right. can, I can, I can do this. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and that's how I, that's how I buy. Of course, I've got, I've got, uh, my local LCS and I've got, you know, a couple of secondary shops that I've, uh, become good friends with over the years that I, that I buy like certain stuff from because my LCS keeps the has stayed open for thirty the last thirty five years and they had nice. to with everything that's happened in the business they've had to you know cut there's there's not a lot of you know there's not a lot of room for like extra issues on the shelf right right you know you gotta keep it you gotta keep the budget tight so uh, you know but I'm I'm just like I'm I'm loving a lot of this crowdfunding stuff because there's there's people that i haven't seen in a long time like the one i got in today was from frank forte he's been doing uh he did comics way back in the in the 80s and 90s during during the big uh indie boom right. uh he owns a, a asylum asylum press and in the meantime he's like well i need to make money he moved out to california he started storyboarding nice he yeah. story he storyboarded like you know Bob's Burgers and a whole bunch of other shows and you know does commercial art and yeah it stays busy all, then yeah he's he's also a contributing editor over at Heavy Metal magazine oh nice I know I know some some people over at Heavy Metal oh <laughs> uh, don't we yeah. all though yeah and, and it's such a it's such a great place yeah and I I I. Got all excited the other week because uh, Humble Bundle, which is a it, which is a great fundraiser for uh, people that don't know when they do uh, when they do books for 
different publishers and they always, you know, the money goes to a great cause like hero initiative or something like that. Right. And they, they just put up like a huge heavy metal bundle. And I'm not like a huge fan of, of digital books. I'd like to have them in my hand, but I could, I couldn't say no to like, um, you know, almost $800 worth of heavy metal magazines yeah, and and you know collected you know hardcovers and stuff in the digital format. I go, I could never afford to buy these. Yeah, exactly. You know, so <laughs> that seems to be the that seems to be the new um, you know the way that every everything is turning right from movies. You know, movies I think is is obviously the first thing to go digital, and now you know you used to have those people that that would say you know I'll 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 always have my DVD collection. You know, now it's taking up you know. 30% of your living room, you kind of think about it and go, well, you know, digital's not so bad. You know, I can access it whenever I feel like I can, you know, I can get, you know, uh, play it back and, and not have to worry about putting it away in the shelf or the sleeve and everything else. And I think there's something to say there about the digital format these days. Yeah. I, I thought that too, until I found out like when you go on to Amazon and you buy, you buy, you know, movies digitally and you can watch them like on any on any, you know, any place that you can watch movies, right? Through the uh, movies anywhere, anywhere app, or uh, you know, Vudu, which is a which is a big one. And right. I thought that was great until I learned to go. You do know you're not actually buying the movie. You're you're buying a license, and when that license expires, poof, no more movies. Yeah, yeah. You're you're just basically buying uh, the same thing that uh, you know, basically like Netflix does, where they pay for you know yeah, programming that. for X amount of time, and you have it for X amount of time, and anytime that publisher decides that, yep, uh, we're pulling all the digital codes for uh, oh I don't know all the Star Wars movies, right. <laughs> And then there's going to be a, a, a lot of like angry people. Yeah. You know, like my, like myself, because I got too lazy to go look for them, to put them, to put them in the player. And, right. uh, you know, so I have, <laughs> I have, I have that other, you know, venue too. And, and they're, they're both good, but uh, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of, of physical media. Right. You know, because once, once you have the physical, it's always there. If your computer crashes or you, you know, you're, you end up, uh, God forbid, going without power for like close to a month because of a, a bad, you know, hurricane or any, or anything like that. What are you going to do? You can't read anything. You can't watch anything. Right. Right. You still couldn't watch anything, but at least you could read something if you had had the physical <laughs> and right. with, with things like Kickstarter and Indiegogo. You, can you get do both. That. You get yeah. both because you get the you get the PDF, so you can be like, oh, "I really don't feel like getting up to get the book." Right, it's right but on your my, phone. But my my phone and my tablet are right here. So, and I just right. got a brand new tablet because, and and basically, I got a brand new tablet, so I don't have to get up and sit in front of my computer to uh, to cram and read books. Yeah, for you know video reviews and you know all the different podcasts I do because I'm not. I'm putting up content like this like five days a week. So, yeah, I, I'm sure it's tough. And um, you know, the nice thing, 
that again, you know, it's so it's so easily and readily available. It's very cheap. Um, like mine, it starts off. Um, I think it's the first three issues for seven bucks, um, and that's the digital bundle. You get three issues for seven bucks, which is you know, I, I don't know. I try to be as as competitive with the with pricing as I could, and um, you know, make it make it to where it's you know possible for a small entry point, but. You know, at seven bucks, I don't think it's too bad for for digital. You have all of the, um, all all three of the first issues. Yeah, I think I think it's a great little little bundle and, there. And where are you shipping out of? Uh, I'm out of Pasadena, California. Okay. Rose Rose Rose, um, the city of roses, I should say. <laughs> Rose Bowl country there. Yeah. So, uh, what what's great about this is because shipping costs out of the country are ridiculous right now. So this is a oh, great yeah. tier. This is a great tier. Uh, uh, people, you know, out in the UK, um, Netherlands, uh, even Canada, because it's like twenty bucks to ship a ship like a small flat of like comics right. to Canada, which is like ridiculous. I'm like, but they're right there. Yeah, they're actually attached to us. Yeah, I know there's a borderline there, but come on, it's it's just so unfair. I mean, there's there's even some places in the U.S. that, you know, it just it, it's so absurd how much it costs. Uh, you know, we were just talking about how crazy a, of a of a route it, it can take just to to like get to you mm-hmm. right back east. Uh, you know, just the the shipping costs alone have driven a lot of a lot of these things you know out of out of cost but what i've done is i've absorbed some of the some of the shipping costs so uh what you see there is artificially low of course in some instances um mm-hmm. you know so it's it's kind of it, it's a it's another one of those facets of of um, crowdfunding that i never thought about i i always thought oh well you know when it's all over with, we'll calculate the shipping for them and, and send it off. But no, it's like it, it's one of those things where you have to charge them up front for, which really sucks because, <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that can that can sometimes pull people out of out of a campaign. Yeah. Like if, if somebody, you know, pledges, you know, like like 10 or twenty five dollars and then the shipping cost comes up and it's like another twenty five dollars to right. to Canada uh, right. or like upwards of like $40 in the UK. Right. Yeah. I mean, even just today, I, uh, my, my um, art team, I was able to ship their contractual samples out. Um, they're, they're both out of the Philippines. I have Jess Rel Rojales on the inks, amazing mm-hmm. inker. Um, I'll, I'll show you some of the initial work that I sent him. Um, my, you know, I send the designs, the pencils over and, and you know, give them an idea of what I, what I'm looking for. Yep. And then he comes back and, and, you know, basically gives it his filter. And then my colorist is also in the Philippines, uh, Miguel Gaton. And, you know, I mean, you're seeing some of his work there on the screen. Um, he, you know, the, the inks on this one are by Javier uh, Gian Giacomo. And I believe he's in Argentina. Um, excellent inker. I mean, just does phenomenal work. Um, back to the point I was making, though, my, my team interior color, the colors and uh, inks are both in the Philippines. And I had to ship out their, their, you know, bundle of comics today. And just, just a small bundle that I sent them for issue one was 44 bucks. 
and just in shipping, you know. Yeah, it's just like, shipping, shipping by itself each, you know. So I, you know, I just spent like ninety bucks on shipping today for for two packages, I, and you know now I'm like, oh man, what did I, you know, what kind of can of worms that I open up with shipping overseas, you know, anywhere other than, than the U.S., you know. Uh, but on the plus side, I mean, this, this, you know, what we're looking at on the screen now looks simply amazing. Phenomenal, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he does some amazing work. Both, uh, both uh, just just Rel and uh, I, I should say Javier and um, and Miguel both knocked it out of the park with this one. And uh, Christina wants to know what inspired you to write the story in this format. So a, a lot of things. Uh, it's a great question. A, a lot of things actually pushed me into this direction. Um, you know, I I have been in that in that world of product for so long, and I was able to to uh, you know work at Saban where I was able to see and look behind the the curtain of you know how how a TV show is run. Um, you know, and and for those things, you know, I I got inspired, and I was like, oh, I can see something like this being on TV. You know, who mm -hmm. one who doesn't love monsters, and how cool would it be if if it were a five year old protagonist, right? And that's that's the whole setup for my for my comic is you have a five year old protagonist named Ike, and he takes on America's mythical monsters, and you know he's taking on Chupacabras and Momo, Jersey Devil. You know the list goes on and on. Um, how does he fare? How does he do it? And still, you know, five-year-old, how does he still have time for a nap? How does he <laughs> learn to read? Right. Um, and those are things that we're going to explore. We're going to, we're, you know, I'm trying, I'm, I'm doing my best to like, to steer the stories to, to be a little more about the heart of like the, the five-year-old and his experience in doing all of this and, and still throw in some really cool imagery, like what you see there, Javier, um, was it was able to capture the the you know the the spirit of, of what I'm going for in terms of uh, that's our main villain and in this case he's made up of a bunch of different monsters so um, he basically combines to become this big monster um, which is a good segue also to, to introduce him in the um, in his physical form which I have here we have Tagaric um, as a as a roto vinyl figure this is actually the um, the polymer clay version that I sculpted myself. Um, wow. And, uh, and I take that, you know, again, it's, it's from years of being in, in product development. I've, uh, I've learned to sculpt and sew and everything under the sun. And, um, and here we have his, um, th this flesh version is actually a uh, roto mold vinyl. So this is a nice squishy stuff. So if you think of like, um, your old baby doll material, like, the, the face material, the, the mm -hmm. plastic is, is what this is made of, the, the roto vinyl. Um, so this guy's already made, the, the mold's already done, paid for, uh, production is already underway uh, for Tagaric, and he happens to be one of the um, one of the rewards tiers that we're offering for uh, for the comic. Yeah, comics and toys. Comics and toys, are my my two my two loves. Well. Uh, outside of my family, <laughs> sorry. Let's mention, let's mention them quick. Yeah, sorry, yeah. hon. Uh, yeah, quick plug for the family. I love you guys. <laughs> but toys and comics are, are um, you know, professionally where 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 my attention is. And this is, I mean, how often do you find somebody who wants 
who's who's creating their own comic book that has come from years of loving comics and has been designing toys and was put in charge of friggin' Power <laughs> Rangers right uh for for Boom Studios and I'm like I was I was reading like your profile on the page when uh, Kevin sent me the information for the for the roadshow stops and yeah. I'm like I'm like oh my god <laughs> my new best friend he makes comic books and toys right this is awesome yeah I I mean I I thought I thought of doing this as two two very separate things and you know I I've been doing the the roto toys for quite a while. Um, you know, funny story. I actually, I, I was not really all that funny, but, um, I was actually able to, um, these little guys that you see here, I was actually able to, a few years ago, I had the fortune of, of designing this guy for Stan Lee. Um, this was, this was, um, uh, uh one of our, our very first pieces. I did a, a, a little vinyl Stan Lee, um, oh, and ended awesome. up working, ended up working with the man himself for uh, about six years, no, about five years, five years. And, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to, that he liked the design. It was, um, it was actually a little sketch I did for him on a note. Um, it was a thank you note that I sent him. And um, I did a little sketch of, of this character and, uh, you know, I added it to the note, sent it off to him. And I think it was like a week later, his, his team gets, gets over, gets back to me and is like, Hey, can you, um, can you maybe sculpt that out for, for Stan? It would be nice to have that for, for his birthday. So I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I can, I can give Stan a birthday gift. And, um, I ended up sculpting it for him in a couple of different forms. And then I made the, uh, the, the resin piece to, to like finally paint and hand over to him for his birthday that December. I think that was like, uh, December of 20, I want to say 2010, 2011, <laughs> way back when. And, um, I, I, you know, we gave it to him for his birthday and, you know, we get, a, I get a call and, um, you know, it's Stan and his team. And they're like, we think this can be a, a, a thing. Like let's make a vinyl toy out of it. And lo and behold, that's where we ended up making a toy, uh, you know, a, a toy version chibi of, of Stan Lee. So I've been doing the, the roto vinyl. Um, since then he was, he was actually my second, my second piece that I made. And, um, you know, I thought, you know, that, that can be its own thing. It can live by itself. And then I, you know, I, I designed the, the, the villain, I designed these things to, to, to work in this world. And, um, I see the, the, uh, another question about, you know, monsters being scary and, and, you know, they, they can be scary. Um, and the, the, the comic itself is very kid friendly. I, I've actually, this is something that I've written in the, you know, in with keeping in mind that my son is around and my son is curious about all of these things. My son helped me with the voiceover for the, uh, for the video there that, that we have on Kickstarter. Um, all of these things are, are things that, you know, I'm proud enough to, to, to show my son and I'm not, you know, I'm not having to, to stay on, um, you know, basically, oh, don't listen to this part or let me mute this and don't look at that, you know? So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I was fortunate enough to, to have that in the back of my mind when I was writing all of this. And it actually came out very natural to, 
to you know keep it somewhat PG in that sense, but still have mm-hmm. the epicness of these monsters that you know for for myself I can only say that I grew up fearing like the chupacabras was, was one that came about when I was you know maybe ten or eleven, and um, you know and then it just kind of started building from there you know and and um, I'm I'm happy enough to to say you know I I was able to put him in without adding too much gore without having any heavy language. So it's, it's actually a, a fairly kid friendly comic that, um, that adults can, can enjoy as well. Which of course is, is great because there's not quite enough, uh, you know, all ages books. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I didn't want to be that, that guy that's like, you know, from five to 99, everybody enjoy it. But you know, I think there's there's a little bit for for adults. There's a little bit for for kids. You know, there's there's enough action in there. Um, you know, I'm I, I I'm very conscious of laying stuff out, um, mm-hmm. and and kind of I color code is the way that I do it. Right, I have my little my little thumbnails of each page, and I color code and I say, okay, this is background story is green, and you know I'm gonna color this other page pink because this is um, you know, this is setting up something for, for later, but it's like non-action stuff, right? And then action stuff is all blue. And I like to see a ton of blue for my layouts when I when I lay it out and and have, you know, a, a lot of meat there for, for people to see, you know, here's this battle. But then, you know, we start it with, uh, with a little bit of story and, you know, setting up why he battles and not just, you know, it doesn't just, you know, here's... Uh, you know, another monster battle and, you know, see you next issue. Right. Um, we, we definitely, um, I, I definitely write it so that you start off with, with some story, some background, and then you get into the fights and you, you're able to finish off with, you know, closing the loop of, of that, you know, the first two or three pages that we used that, that aren't action, you know? So um, again, in the, these last, I, I don't know how many, hours we're down to now that I've been speaking forever, but, you know, 66 hours left or 65 hours, whatever it ends up being, um, you know, get out there and pledge. If you're listening guys, uh, you know, Oh yeah. And, see you and, guys pledge. and you can tell just, just by looking at the, the image that we have on now, how animated, right. This piece is, and it makes sense because you make toys, which end up becoming animation models. Uh, exactly, and, exactly. And scanned in, and, and yeah, and actually, I, I, I know this stuff because I have no life. Uh, <laughs> it's funny that that you brought that up because I did actually think of the figure that I held up, uh, Tagaric. I did actually think of him as a maquette when I was when I was drawing all of this stuff. Um, it's a lot easier for me to um, to sketch and and you know be really rough, you know, with my with my sketches, but um, but I I also noodle around with with the designs. Um, and I, and I actually, I did both at the same time where I was noodling with the, um, you know, these are some of my rough layouts that, that I'll, I'll send over to my artist. Um, so they'll go rough like this and I give them some, some, uh, some initial proto designs of like, you know, this is what I want the monster to look like. This is about as much detail as I send in. So you'll see from the artwork, how, how amazing of a, of a job he does to um to translate it into into what it is now right but i i end up doing um what i call sketches with with clay 
So I'll, you know, I'll noodle around and I'll, I'll, I'll use some clay and form it into the, into the general shape, uh, you know, um, which is where this guy came in. And a lot of his form was ultimately inspired by the three-dimensional piece. Um, and then I, I altered my initial design that I sent over to, to the inker um, because of that. So they are maquettes and they are, you know, I am envisioning all of this as if I were writing a TV show because that was my last experience in that, in that industry. Right. Um, and then I was fortunate enough to have, um, had oversight of, of the project, uh, from a comic book stance. So I was able to, you know, say, okay, ultimately I would love for this to be, uh, uh, an animated TV show, you know, uh, any of the streaming platforms would be amazing to have. But the reality is I have to have some sort of ground to, to, to walk on before I fly there. Right. So, um, I kind of grounded myself a little bit and I said, okay, well, what if, what if it was a, a, a comic? And I started with, if it's a kid's book, you know, like a little storybook or something, but, um, ultimately I do want to have this, uh, Kickstarter, um, lead into bigger things and, and hopefully take those steps, whether they're baby steps or not into eventually getting an animated show, which would be amazing. You know, I mean, you see the images there um, and it kind of lends itself to that. You know, uh, there's a lot of influences there from, you know, from, from my childhood, you know, DuckTales and Tailspin, Ninja Turtles, Batman, you know, there's a little bit of everything in, in the work that I'm, that I'm putting out. I was just watching DuckTales. Uh, yeah, which which one the uh, the the old one or the the new stuff? Yeah, the the old the old one. Uh, oh, nice! I I put it on. Uh, my my daughter is twelve, going on thirty, and uh, I I I put on DuckTales, and you know I'm trying not to sing the song, but when it when the line comes up, I'm like, Ooh. yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't not I, sing I, it. You can't, yeah. you can't help yourself. Right. And uh, I'm so glad they kept the music for the new one, too. And they and, altered it. but And she was like, and goes, oh, I've seen this so many times. Right. Because there's, there's nothing any good on in the morning. So I just put on Disney and put this on. Right. And I'm like, that's okay. Your dad's so old. He had to watch it in the afternoons when it originally aired. <laughs> <laughs> and when he remembered to, to, to tune in and then he caught it in the middle of the show. And Oh, no, I'd, I'd get out of school and I would I would watch from He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers. Right. And, you know, friends, parents would be like, you have to stop walking home soon. It's almost six o'clock. <laughs> okay. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as cartoons are over, I'll go. Okay. <laughs> and then they go in the other room. He goes, "What do you mean cartoons are on all day on this channel?" And, right. Mind blowing. Right. Like, Mind blowing. Those no, kids no. that had cable. You have man. to stop walking home now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. And, yeah. Those you know, those fortunate kids that had uh, well back then it was satellite. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, man, just. Having Cartoon Network, you know that that was mind blowing for me to find out that that was a thing. You know, there's a there's a, a station that just plays cartoons. You know, that was beyond amazing to me. Yeah, and it, the, the the funny thing is, we had like all these like specified channels and stuff. And uh, the other day, it was uh, like MTV's 40th anniversary, right? And I saw somebody put up. Happy happy 40th anniversary to MTV. 
<laughs> thanks, for, thanks for 15 years of music. Because that's about when they stopped playing right. music. It's like, well, we're called that, but that doesn't matter. We can do anything. Right. And 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 now we're just gonna do anything. And, yeah. You know, and and that that was that was pretty much it. But there's there's so many there's so many channels now, and we knew we knew like streaming was gonna come to this. It's like, well, there's a couple of big streaming things. It was basically just you know, the the big two actually were Amazon Prime and uh the other one there that it is escaping my mind because I don't subscribe to it anymore. Um, <laughs> but well, the other I'm getting I'm getting uh, updates on my on the Kickstarter. We got we have a few backers in the last couple minutes. Oh, good. So thank good, you, good. thank you to those folks that have backed. I think we're a little over twenty five hundred now. Yeah, 25, 18, 52 backers, sixty five hours to go. There you Come go, on. man. There you go. You, you have the magic touch. Let's keep it going. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys are listening, thank you so much for, for one, for listening. And two, um, anybody that, that, that pledges, um, take a look at the updates. I have some special stuff on there for, for uh, backers. So if you just backed, uh, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, and also, um, there's, you know, again, in the, in the updates, there's a little more information. But if you share, there's some extra special stuff that's going out for those backers that share on their social that you know help us spread the word oh well i'm i'm glad to hear that because as we're talking i'm sharing this out to other groups oh there's my good buddy marlon thank you marlon appreciate the back and and, and all that man my man yeah i, I mean it, it's awesome. uh It's 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 awesome being here at this point. <laughs> it it's it's always nice when when I have somebody on and all of a sudden the numbers start ticking and I'm like right. It all it all yes. makes uh, it, it all makes a difference, man. Uh, you know it's um, it's amazing to see the uh, you know the 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 cheesy line. It takes a village, but yeah, I mean it. it, it you know I certainly had to to reach out to every one of my friends and and uh, and relatives and. You know, I, I keep telling everybody, come on, you know, just throw it in there and, and let's see. Hope hope this thing gets over over the mark. And uh, I would but, like to introduce myself as the village idiot. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we can get that out of the way. <laughs> but it's I mean, it's always great to see people like jump onto a project. It makes right. it makes me feel good because you know my show goes out live all the time. Like, why is your show go out live? I go, uh, man, because I don't want to have to figure out editing. I had to figure right. out editing back in the '90s when I went to school for this stuff. Right. And digital editing just means I have to spend a lot more money on on software, and I'm like, and then I have to learn the software. I'm like, no. <laughs> I go, but you know, let's do it live, and it's been working out. You know, we're we're you know fast approaching 150 episodes. Uh, yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, I saw I saw the number. A, that's amazing. How long have you been at it? Uh, just over a year. Oh wow, that's a lot of shows, man. You're packing a lot. Oh yeah, there's I I've done up to like six shows in one week, and then I was like, oh man, that's wow. way too that's way too much. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, so I, I cut it down. So now I've got three podcasts. I've got the creator's outlet, which is my, my love child. And nice. I do this, uh, Monday, Tuesdays, and Fridays. Uh, Wednesday, cool. I do an art show with an artist, uh, Sean Howe, and uh, that's the Sean Zilla Art Show. Right. And then on Thursdays, I do a show with uh, a friend of mine from Outright Geekery, Thomas Hewlett, and we do something called OK Boomer, the podcast, where we, we go back in time to the virtual spinner rack, and we grab stuff right. from uh, gold and silver and bronze age and take a look at, like, some older books that people might have forgotten about. Not necessarily all keys, even though, you know, we have, you know, tackled our, our amount of keys. But, you know, just to bring it back into light, it's like, right. people, look at this. Look at this art. This right. stuff is amazing. Right. Yeah, because like. But you'd rather spend $12 on a brand on a brand new book from Marvel that is like eight issues of new story and the rest all reprints in the back <laughs> instead of like. You can go that, to like yeah. just about any sizable comic shop that has you know a back stock and find stuff like this, or find right. it online. For and to you think know, that those guys were doing everything without—I mean, for the most part, without Photoshop, without any of the any of the big tech that we have these days. You know, I oh mean, yeah. Imagine you know just I, I imagine the you know being back in those days, and you know I remember when I was a kid making edits on 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 the, the little comics that my buddies and I would would come up with. Um, you know, and, and me thinking to, you know, when, when they would say, oh, well, what if he were doing this instead and thinking, no, it's in ink, it's done. <laughs> you know, there's no way yeah. I'm redrawing this. And, and, you know, those guys, those guys had to do it. And, and that's amazing. Well, back in my day, we didn't have no iPads and <laughs> exactly be yeah. able to erase all our mistakes and start all over again. Yeah. We had to make our own charcoal and make our own paper. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to cut down the trees and make yeah, our own of paper. It would take months. <laughs> Whoa! That, yeah, I just, I just, I just laugh because you know, because I have, I have a, I have a daughter that's been, you know, been brought up in the age of of the interwebs, where you know everything is inst instantaneous, inst instantaneous gratification. It's like right. right there, and if if she's got like a a slow Wi-Fi connection. It's like the end of the earth. Right. You hear and the I'm nails like, screeching on the on the blackboard and <laughs> Yeah. And I'm I'm just like when I was your age, your grandmother would take pictures when we were like out at like, you know, a family event or something. Or, you know, she'd take pictures of me while I was playing baseball. You know, we I had a game or something and you know, whatever it was, I go, she have to take the roll of film out of the back of the camera, put it in an envelope. Mail it away for three right. to six weeks, and then wait for them to come back and hope that, you that got she didn't have her one. finger over the lens, right? Or the lens cap was on, or yeah. And she's like, oh. and "Why I'm would like, you do that? Yeah. Why wouldn't like, you send it up?" <laughs> yeah, I, oh, and, yeah. and all the all the times I would sneak in and steal my mother's camera and take pictures of the old Adam West Batman show on the TV. Then, yeah, of course wouldn't come out because you can't photograph television signals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and, it's, it, it, you know, crazy times, but the, the, the good part is we're, uh, we're definitely in a, in a position where now, you know, again, like the digital uh, stuff we were talking about, you know, I mean, it's, it's readily available, it's cheap and it's quick. You know, I, I 
that's something you know to your point earlier about shipping we can send that out and and it's in you know any any part of the globe as opposed to the uh, the print stuff so it's definitely a, a good thing these days oh yeah for sure it's you know and it's and and the and the best part is you're not spent you know you don't have a customer spending like you know forty dollars on shipping and right you know right. and their wife or girlfriend is like what that always spend, what did you spend the food money on yeah uh, <laughs> I can show you when it gets here <laughs> yeah that that always gets me you know when when they uh, when shipping is is even close to being the same as the product. Um, you know, being being a, a, a small business, uh, what I can say to those folks, if, if you know, I'm sorry for one, but um, you know, I also I'm, I'm a small business, and I I understand you're spending your hard earned money. I always send extra stuff. I always put in you know little little thing here and there, whether it's a sticker, you know, a sketch, something, because I know that that it's um, you know it can't be easy to spend. 20 bucks on a comic and then 30 bucks or more on shipping, you know, it just, and that's something that's out of everybody's control, you know? Yeah. And, and what, what's crazy to me is like, I'll go into my LCS that I discovered when I was 15 and have worked there on and off over the years and until uh, my health got poor and uh, you know, I'll, I'll look at the shelf and I'm like, the hell is it with these prices? And then I'll go, then I'll go to a Kickstarter and be like, Ooh, I love this cover. $50 yeah. pledge click. Right. Right. But you and know, then the, like, the beautiful then like thing 20 about... minutes later, I'm like, the hell did I just do? Yeah. But you know, the, the nice part about that though, I think for, for those folks that are doing that are looking at like, well, if I go to an LCS, it's four bucks or, you know, whatever the price may be that you're comparing to, um, you know, it's always it's always good to keep in mind one. Those artist variants are also pretty much always going to be limited numbers. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're buying a print directly from that artist, right? Um, and and two, you know, you're you're helping support a small business, not just myself, but also the even smaller business that is, um, you know, the artist that we're that we're going out and and, um, and commissioning for these pieces. You know, yeah. Uh, if you scroll down, I have a bunch of. Um, a bunch of artist covers on there there you know we have a bunch of artists that that um one i know from my from my years of, of product development and from being in the comics world um and just loving comics um the the first one you see there i mean the guy um the uh the black one at the top left um is above that's a javier Giangiacomo one um big fan of his so had to reach out and get covers from him He's actually going to be doing our, our um, classic covers or like our, our standard cover uh, for okay. issues one through three. And then I have the red one there is uh, a, a good friend of, of mine goes by at, at Butcher Brand on uh, social media. I mean, just he knocked it out of the park with that one. You know, it just it, it looks so freaking cool. It's it's so graphic and, and easy to understand right away. Um, and, and him, he's uh, he's actually a toy maker. He he. Um, he makes his own uh, resin figures, which are amazing. So if you're into resin figures, uh, take a look at his stuff. He does some amazing, amazing stuff. He sculpts, paints. I mean, you name it, that guy does it. Um, then the top right, um, that's uh, that's a, a she goes by at Batty Chow, and you know, again, just the whimsical nature of this cover is something that I love. Um, she's just she she just 
she did such a great job with capturing the innocence. So um, I think there's a full cover reveal further down, but um, the the idea there is you have the two brothers that are his mentors around him, and he, you know, the the main character, a five year old, and his five year old uh, self is playing around with action figures of of his uh, alter ego and a monster. Meanwhile, they're like, hey, dude, there's a monster out there. There's a real one there, you know. Um, so she captured that moment really, really well. And then the last cover is uh, Bon Bernardo art. Um, I mean, I can't say enough about the guy. He did a fantastic job um, just, uh, you know, getting getting that, um, that likeness in Ike. The colors that he used for the background are just awesome. Um, and then he threw a monster in at the very bottom there. You see the eye. You know, yeah. I just thought it's such a great little, uh, little touch, you know? Yeah. And, and I think it's pulled down a little further and there's more artists that I didn't mention. Um, we haven't gotten their full covers and actually we just revealed some covers. I, I like today. this one. Cause it's just like, Ooh, more right. Of the yeah. Book, a little bit of, book, of, eye more candy. of the book, more of the book, more of the book, more of the book. Yeah. We, uh, we, you know, I, one of the, one of the first things that I got as feedback was show more of the interiors show people what they're buying. And, um, you know, I didn't want to give away the story. So I was holding back some of those things, but, you know, being a first time uh, on, on this, uh, crowdfunding platform, but, uh, but, you know, I, I see the value in showing people the, the interiors and, you know, the, the storyline removing the, the letters, you, you can't really follow too much of the story anyway. So, um, you know, you, you get to see how beautiful the, the colors are. You get to see how amazing those inks are. Uh, both Jezrel Rojales and uh, Miguel Gaton just did an absolutely fantastic job with with uh, capturing one that these are spirits and two that uh, you know this is a uh, an action you know animation you know kind of, you know kind of I'm looking at all of these as storyboards for for an animation you know yeah they're all also like bright and vivid they're just popping off the page right. Yeah, that's that's all Miguel. I mean, I gave him a, a little bit of direction here and there, but you know, the, Miguel just did such a fantastic job of taking my initial direction and just kind of pushing beyond that and really creating something colorful that uh, I think pleasing to the to the eye for for a kid and an adult, but also you know, kind of maintaining that that balance of um, you know, it has to be still feel like a comic book. Mm -hmm. And then, then we have like all these tiers. I want to go back into more of the stuff up top in a minute, but right. I just I just wanted to to hit on all these tiers because it's always fun to have to come up with a different name for each tier, <laughs> isn't it? Right? Isn't that right. fun? Uh, well, you know that that's actually something that comes so naturally to me. I you know because um, of product placement and right, you have to do a lot of copy for it's called copy for uh, for products. So so you know anytime you see um, a little blurb on the side of, of the, uh, of the toy, most likely the designer had, a, a, um, a lot to say in creating that, if not the, uh, the product manager, there's all kinds of different levels, you know, at, that, that come into play. But, um, you know, for me, that was one of, that was one of my favorite things to do is coming up with what's called copy. Um, and, and that's like, you know, like you see here, recruit and newbie and rookie, um, ally, those are all terms that we're going to be eventually using in the comic. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I, I switched from, from the terms to some of the names of the monsters that, that are included in the, in the comic. So you'll get to see a little bit of 
you know, a little bit behind the scenes there as to which monsters are coming up in the uh, in the next couple of issues. So uh, the recruit package is issues one through three plus bonus material. Right. Uh, Seven dollars for all three for the for the digital download. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that one. Uh, the newbie is. Uh, yeah, for ten bucks you get you get your pick issue one, two, or three, and um, and those are going to be the uh, in the the standard or classic cover by Javier Giangiacomo. So yeah, the the cover A as they refer as, as they refer to it uh, most of the time. Yeah. Uh, the rookie pack is a two pack. Right. And you get your choice of issue two or issue three. Issue two, we have three artists that that are that are on there. We have uh, my my good friend and actually um, uh, classmate Ryan Tumaliwan uh, goes by um, Orion Odeking on um, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Check out his work. I, I think I put their their handles in the uh, in the in the uh, description. Oh but, yeah, um, that that's awesome too. Because like in the pledge box, it's like. Here are all the artists, and here's all their social media tags. Right. Yeah, that way, I mean, you can see exactly where I'm coming from in curating. You know, that was that was a big part of of, uh, of what we were doing with uh, with the uh, with the comic is curating and making sure that we had different different types of art on these covers uh, because uh, it's it's a it's a on it's one of the umbrella themes is communication and connecting things that are that are that are very different right um and in doing so you know again my buddy ryan is is part of issue two bundle um and so is uh so is uh bon bernardo let me see if i can pull up on, on my end um so i can follow along with you um see. yeah because i'm not on the screen that they're watching I'm, I'm i'm just on the other screen because i can't i can see it but I can't see it to read it. Right. <laughs> it's too small for me too. Uh, I have an excuse. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're on the same boat friend. <laughs> um, so let's see for, for rookie. Yeah, we have, uh, we have Orion Oda King, butcher brand, Bon Bernardo, uh, Dwiors, uh, Illustrator MX, uh, another good friend of mine from Mexico. Uh, we have Batty Chow, Enki Skulls, Moon Minis, there's a bunch of artists that are that are on there um, that I recommend. Even if you know, please back us. <laughs> but if you if you can't back us for for whatever reason, take a look at their at their uh, social media. E even if just to follow them, amazing artists, all of them. Um, yeah, I, I think what you did uh, by by putting all their social media tags in is is so important, and that a lot of uh, creators should take this should take this hint from you and and do that going forward i've seen i've seen a lot of them do it like at the very end where they're listing like the credits you know right. with you know your your sequential artists and the and the writer of course and you know on on down the line and they'll they'll make like a big list in, in what they did which is great but once you get past like the pretty pictures uh, most people aren't paying attention after that. Right. They get down far enough, and sometimes there's a graph there showing where your money went, and uh, we don't care about that. We know we're getting a comic. Uh, right. So, so that's that's where we that's where we stop caring, and and 
uh, you not only put their their tags in there, but you put them like throughout in in the bundles, like the the rookie pledge off off to the right where my screen right. is. Uh, artists include, but but may not be limited to at blah, 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 blah. and then yeah. the list just goes down. And it's like, well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I wanted to, you know, again, curating the artwork for this, but but also, you know, I'm I'm one to 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 um, do my best to repay the favor because they, you know, a lot of these guys, as busy as they are, they fit me into their schedule to to create these uh, these great pieces, um, you know, and and they they've all been super helpful social media wise. I definitely that that's one weakness. I I am you know. I readily admit uh, social media is something that definitely is not my strong suit, but um, you know, these guys were able to, to pitch in and, and, and share and, you know, toss out all kinds of artwork on, onto their social media. And it's just amazing to see, um, you know, how, you know, again, it's a community and these guys, these guys have just, you know, come in to help. And something that caught my attention because you know it's surrounded in this big green pow, uh, <laughs> seventy plus pages. So that's yeah. the, that's the first three issues. So volume one has the first three issues in it. So the ally pack is a three piece bundle uh, of of your choosing. Right. Yeah. So you get so you get that issue two or issue three bundle, which is the you know a pair of covers, and then you get the um, the the paperback which is going to you know collect all three of those issues you also get the uh, the digital downloads and the cover art gallery so all all of the covers i'm throwing those in to the back of this uh, this uh, volume 1 where where um, so if you if you want to collect all of the covers there's a cover gallery added to the back of this uh, of this book um, as a little bonus and i put 70 plus pages but it's actually shaping up to be a lot more than 70 um, we're probably, well, that's, that's where the plus comes, right? We're probably closer to 80. And I did that on purpose because when I wrote issue one, for instance, it was meant to be 20 pages and I, because the art was so phenomenal and I needed to, to have a little more room, I ended up making it 23 pages. And then I added a few more things in the back to, of, uh, of issue one. So like I add, um, some, uh, I actually have. Issue one here, so for those for those who want issue one, it's ready to ship already. Uh, it's already printed and everything. So I did, you know, to to the point I was making. I I, may, I actually made this twenty two pages. So here's the end of the book, and then in the back, there's a, a little uh, like a bio for the two monsters, the two monsters that are that are uh, most prevalent in the in the book. Cool. So there's a little bit of background as to like. You know how they how they came about, like the the Beast of Busco, and I I actually added the the um, the newspaper clipping where where he was first introduced and caused a, a you know a uh, um, what is it called a um, sensation back in, in in Kansas back in 1949. Um, you know, so I'm adding little tidbits here and there so so that you can see where I got the you know um, my my inspiration for these characters. So now, now my question with with this is because it come it comes with the comes with the trade paperback, and then you right. get your choice of a cover from uh, 
issue two and a cover from issue three. Right. But no issue one. Uh, right. So the, that's the, in the book. That's right. Because the, the, that cover is yeah. in the book. And well, one, because of that, but also because it's already in print and we're only doing the classic uh, Gian Giacov, uh Cuomo cover for that one. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't do um, I didn't do any any artist variants for issue one. Uh, but I, I am offering it for issue two and three or moving forward from two and three. And then that, that hero package comes with everything. So for somebody like yourself who's like, you know, I want I want to become an instant collector. This is the tier for, for you um, at, at, at this tier hero, um, which also happens to be the very cheesy name I gave my uh, my uh, protagonist. So. His name is Ike, and his alter ego is Hero, um, and uh, I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. But um, this Hero Pledge level includes the digital downloads, all all six artist variant covers, the three classic covers, the trade paperback, and a and a bookmark that um, you know we thought it, it'd be kind of a nice nice touch to add for for those kids that um, still use the the bookmark. It's a kind of a throwback to my childhood, and. We're going to be doing a thank you page in, in issues two and three for all Kickstarter backers and for anybody that's that's actually um, uh, pledged. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Who, who doesn't like to see their their name in a comic book? Yeah, and actually, that's that's a, a good segue. We can skip a bunch of these, um, but uh, but the next one, Howler and Busco, and all the way through Momo are the um, the vinyl figure, and then right after that with Jersey. Um, speaking of seeing your name in a comic, with this one you can actually put yourself or your child. You know, we we won't uh, we won't judge you uh, for for the um, the jersey pledge. You can put yourself in there. You get a a volume one paperback. You get yourself um, in the comic book, and I believe we have a small description um, for that one is coming up for me. Okay. okay, so this one, it says, um, let's see, explore Ike's school life balance. Uh, could your child be one of those friends uh, or will will you appear as a teacher, perhaps a parent at drop-off? So issue two, again, is already is already uh, written and um, I like to say storyboarded, but it's uh, the layouts are done. Mm -hmm. um, we, we haven't finalized inks yet on, on issue two, although we are about to start on that. Uh, but at this point, we could add you or your child or a friend, you know, something funny. Um, we'll take requests. <laughs> um, we could add you to the comic and we can, um, we'll, we'll most likely, actually this is for issue three. So issue three, we're definitely in time to add people, uh, whether it's a, it's a kid or an adult. And then the very next tier with Tagaric, um, you can write yourself into the episode, into the issue, um, have a, a talking part and everything. And I, and I, I won't give too much away, but again, we're exploring Ike's school life in issue three, his school life balance in issue three. So we're going to see more of his friends in issue three. Uh, we're going to see for, for sure four, four and five, we're going to see a lot more of those friends, uh, in those issues. So, um, you know, again, without, without killing too much of, of my, uh, of my storyline there, this would be an amazing thing because you would not only be in one issue, 
you would be in multiple issues, um, most likely uh, flowing all the way through issue seven. Yeah, I, I'd be like, can you put my wife as a child on, on the uh oh bench outside the principal's office? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> we can definitely do that. <laughs> You'd be like, look, it's little you. You're about to yeah. get detention. Yeah, there you go. And, and, and then you know, she the, says, the, you're about to sleep outside. Uh, <laughs> the cool part about this one is um, not only the stuff that you get, because you get some physical stuff too. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm actually, you know, again, throwing a bunch of stuff in there, but what we're promising is the the two um, the two volume one issues and um, your kid is in the comic for a, a bunch of issues but aside from that you'll also get a variant cover so an artist variant with uh, with that same image of the child on the cover um, which is a, a huge value there because typically commissioning oh, yeah. a piece you know a couple couple hundred bucks all by itself but in this case, you're in the comic, you get a few comics, physical comics to read and, and to give away. And you'll also be um, included or your child in that special variant cover um, that uh, that will be commissioning very soon, um, you know, for for issue three. Yeah, issue three. I want to make sure I'm reading this correctly. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's actually a really, really cool um, rewards tier. Um, and I know I skipped past the toy, but you know it's you get you get basically a, a blank version of the toy, and then different different levels of uh, of uh, rarity in the colors that I'm offering. And then skeptic, if any of the LCSs out there are listening in, um, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, skeptic one, two, and three. So what we're doing here is um, at the skeptic level, you get 25 units of. Uh, of issue one, two, or three, and issues um, two and three come with those um, those variant uh, covers built into those twenty-five units. So for every, uh, let me catch up to you. For every five units that you order, for instance, in, in this twenty-five, you'll get uh, you'll get one uh, of Batty Chow's um, comic. You'll get one of of Bon Bernardo Arts. Um, variant cover and you also get one of the um the ryan to one um cover as well yeah so you get you get 23 of cover a and then you get a oh no 22 of cover a and then you get a one in five variant a one in 20 variant and a one in 25 variant. right so it would actually be 17 of cover a i know it's it's confusing 17 cover a Five of uh, Batty Chow because it's one in five, mm -hmm. um, and then you get oh, yeah, one yeah. of each of the other two guys. So it's actually eighteen, five, one, and one. See, math is hard. <laughs> I know. I, I I know that the LCSs are so used to seeing stuff like this, and and you know it makes it like, easier for them to see. And, and then they're you know they're they're watching me and be like, oh man, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I go. That's why I wasn't allowed to do the orders. Yeah, <laughs> but then, I was allowed know, to suggest. I go. Don't you think we should up the order on this one because this happens? Oh yeah, good idea. Uh, yeah. But you know, can I do it? No. <laughs> yeah, you're you're on the periphery like I am. Believe me, I, I you know th this kind of thing is is beyond my uh, understanding as well. Uh, but then in yellow, the crypto you get fifty pieces. So we're just upping the number of of units. So you go from twenty five to fifty. 
And then at the master level, you get uh, 100 units of each issue. That's awesome. Right. So for LCSs, it's you know easy enough to order one of those tiers or many of those tiers, as many as you like. And then uh, we also have Lone Wolf in that uh, in that light blue or grayish, and that is uh, a store exclusive. So that's a variant cover for that for that store. Um, we'll also do that for um, you know for anybody that wants their own exclusive. You know you can do it uh, do it that way as well. Um, and and that um, you know at that Lone Wolf. Uh, pledge level, um, you get that that store exclusive artist variant, and you get to choose from the artists um, included. So, um, Dweors, a good friend of mine, John Ottinger, is the creator and writer of Dweors. Um, mm -hmm. Butch Adams, again, Butch uh, Butcher Brand, and then Chloe Sanchez, who's uh, at Batty Chow, who I've mentioned a bunch of times. Uh, phenomenal artist. Um, all three have have a lot of a lot of great artwork, and and what you get there is. Um, you know, you get the um, the not only the exclusive cover for your store, but you also get 25 units of uh, cover A uh, in issue number two. That's awesome. And yeah, then, and then, then you're offering yeah. ad space. <laughs> yes, ad space. So uh, podcasts, LCSs, businesses, anybody that that thinks they're you know they would benefit from uh, from a from an ad in Amerikaiju um, issue two, we have ad space. We have um, we have ad space at uh, I believe it's two hundred bucks uh, for each square, and you also get twenty five units of issue number two. So it, it actually you know reality okay, so and ad for seventy five bucks. I would hand you an envelope under the table with two hundred dollars <laughs> cash, and I would I would get an ad. And 25 copies of the book. Right. And add and 25 copies. So for those LCSs or businesses, podcasts, anybody listening, um, if you want to want to throw some ad space in there for that 200 bucks, you get the the physical units shipped to you and you get an ad space in there for issue two. Um, and then I, I also did another one. Um, cold call right, right below that in blue mm -hmm. is just the ad space by itself. Um, yep. And I... I believe I did that one. Um, let me just double check because I know I I, I did hot shot and then cold call um, separately. But cold call is a hundred bucks, which I'm 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 actually uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm regretting that now. <laughs> but for a hundred bucks, you can you can place an ad in, in the comic. For 200 bucks, you can get 25 units and an ad. So, uh, you know, the reality is the 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 cover or the the cost of your ad is actually 75 bucks if you get the big bundle, or 100 bucks for a straight up ad. So, the hot shot gets you your ad and a big box of comics. Right. Uh, cold call just gets you the ad. Correct. Okay. So, yeah, and that's that's the the majority of the uh, of the tiers there. I know we skipped past the toy. Um, yeah, let's go back to the know. toy. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to say in the toy too. Um, starting off with Howler, you get. Um, I know I showed the nude or flesh version of the the toy. Mm -hmm. What um, the reason why it's in that flesh tone? Um, 
for the moment, I'm not offering it in this color, but um, it's good for me to see in an off color because um, basically it, it's, it's, a, it's an artist proof. Yeah. Uh, the shortest way of saying it. Um, for Howler, what we're doing is we're, we're putting in the toy, the, the volume one paperback, the, um, the three digital issues, uh, one, two, and three. And he's actually packaged uh, in a really cool way. Um, my, uh, my good friend, uh, uh, butcher brand did, uh, Mr. Butch Adams did some, uh, some phenomenal artwork for the header card. We're going to be, uh, packaging these in a header card and bag. Um, so it'll have again, another throwback feel to my childhood at least. Um, and, and, um, then at Busco, this one is really, really cool. Um, so what we're doing is Kickstarter green for Busco level. So anybody that orders at this pledge level, we're only making as many as I get pledges for. So if I only get one, I'm only making one green to Garic in this Kickstarter green. That's it. That's all that's going to be made. Um, and then at the Choops level, I'm limiting that one to only 25 units because um, I am going to make extras of, of this um, Kickstarter purple exclusive. Um, again, he, these are all going to come with the with the volume one trade, the three uh, digital issues. Um, you know, they're, they're nice downloadable um, format and the um, it's going to have the special packaging for um, for Tagaric and that header header card packaging, I should say. And you'll also be included in that in our thank you page for any of these um, pledge levels for uh, for the vinyl figure. And then the last one, Momo, um, that one's going to come with extra special packaging, which was designed by um, by uh, my my buddy uh, Butcher Brand there, and it's going to come with the trade trade volume, the uh, the digital, and then this is also going to be hand painted. So, um, like I mentioned, I've been doing these these vinyl figures for quite a while, and um, oh wow, my my wife is just letting me know we're at twenty six thirty two now. So thank oh, you, nice. thank you, thank you, thank you for pledging, guys. Um, makes a big difference. We're 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 only see now we're only a couple hundred away. We're not we're not too far away. Um, so the um, it's yeah, just gonna take five, it, it's just gonna take a couple of people yeah to order momos to exactly over yeah the yeah order a few momos guys don't worry about it um, yeah so so yeah we're less than five hundred away so thank you again um, uh, getting back to Momo. Uh, I've been doing these these uh, vinyl figures for a while now, and um, I've uh, I, we've gotten to a point now where I've I've been able to to uh, get enough experience in making these that it's it's fairly automatic, um, and uh, and the nice part is I'm gonna plug my nephew, um, and I'll I'll put his information in in the um, in the uh, the comments, mm -hmm. but um, he's actually hand painting these figures for me. Um, and he's a phenomenal painter. He's had a lot of experience in the last five years that, that I've been, uh, that he's been training for, for this moment, all for this project. Um, so he's actually <laughs> painting, <laughs> painting these guys here. Uh, I know, you know, I, I kid, but he is actually a, a phenomenal painter. Um, he's come, he's come into his own, you know, in, in, uh, in that field. I gave, I basically gave him the tools and I've been giving him some, some feedback here and there. But he he has basically trained himself to paint these things, um, and I wish I had more stuff around me to show you. But he does a, a phenomenal finish to these figures, 
similar to what you see there where it's it's that multi-tone um mm -hmm. uh you know i guess it's a kaiju um paint job for for lack of a better word but um you know he he does these paint jobs on these things and they they just they come out so beautiful um he's going to be hand painting at that 200 dollars pledge level um so he's going to take some of these blanks and paint them up to um to you know so each one is going to be different so you are yeah. at that That's point collecting not only my artwork which will be one of very few numbers uh but you're also collecting a one of one from uh from another very small artist uh starting starting up up and comer um and you know with him you're gonna each one of them is gonna be different they're not gonna be the same uh what what will be the same is the figure you know the base of it but the paint is gonna be completely different from one to the next so um yeah. that's why this one gets I was a, having a discussion similar to this on on a show uh last week uh because they're mixing music they're mixing like heavy metal music yeah i saw that and and stuff and i i had to order one of the vinyls because well I was a DJ for like 35 years and I'm like, you've right. got vinyl? He goes, yeah, we got splatter vinyl. I go, oh. <laughs> and because uh, I, I collect, I try to collect like stuff that I like in unique forms. And he's like, he goes, yeah, this is the splatter pattern, but these are all made by hand. So right. you're getting, you know, there might be like 500 people that get this version of it, but they're all going to be a little different. Right. You know, and the same the same thing with Momo. It's like, how often do you get to get a one in one variant? Right. Because, a, you know, it's a piece you, of art. You might get like a little more blue green on one or a little more purple on the other. Right. You know, so I mean, that's amazing. Where do you get a one of one toy for 200 bucks? Really? Right. Yeah. Exactly. You're a toy guy. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. There's, there's really, there's really very few places where you're going to get the um, one, the toy that is, that is not mass produced. I'm not making, you know, hundreds of thousands of these. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not a Mattel or Hasbro that's making, you know, 20, 30,000 units mm -hmm. at a time. I'm making a couple dozen if, if that right to begin with. So you're going to be a part of a very exclusive world in that sense already with, even with the, at the howler level, you're already in an exclusive club. Now, when you go down to that Momo level, for very little money for that for that 200 bucks, you're getting a, a one of one, you know, piece of art that is you know from this up and coming artist that you should cat you know get get on get on now before he gets so big that he can't take on more work. Um, but you you know you're you're getting something that it's not in everybody's home. So if you're a monster lover, monster collector, um, you're going to be one of very, very few people that, that owns these guys. Toy collector. Kevin, I'm talking yeah. to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, in a few years, you'd be like, I remember him when he was painting toys for his uncle. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and, and again, now, you know, we're at, um, I forget what the number is now, but we're, we're less than 500 away and with uh well, let's let's zoom up here and refresh yeah, are, the page what are live. we at 53 backers so thank you to all 53 of you 64 hours so 64 hours 53 backers uh 
about 400 uh yeah just yeah. a little under just just a uh it's like 47 468 I'll, I'll let you do the math because we <laughs> already had we had this discussion already um yeah so i mean we come a long way yeah we're, for sure we've been talking just a little over an hour about about your project here and uh uh, we've come, we've come about halfway from that, you know, from that, oh, I'm sweating a thousand dollars a day and a half. So, I mean, this is, this just, it looks cool. You've, you, you've put your life's work into this. Basically, uh, you started reading comics, you're making a comic, you're developing right. an IP, uh, you're making you know, one of a kind toys to go with the IP. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all thrown in there. This is, this is my entire world. Um, you know, I mean, even, even from a personal side, I, I threw in the Ike character. I thought it would be more interesting, you know, um, to, to portray a five-year-old uh, one selfishly, because this is, you know, uh, ultimately it's, it's a love letter to my son. It's, Mm -hmm. My way of, of showing him that he's that he's important to me, that he uh, that he can make a difference in the world. Um, but also because, you know, I mean, it's it, how cool is it that you have this five year old and he's able to battle these these mythical monsters, you know. And yeah. and I, you know, again, I throw my everything from from my, per, you know, from the personal side of throwing my son as a character in there to my love for comics, my background in, in comics and product development, uh, my background in, in making these vinyl toys. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm basically throwing everything at this uh, Kickstarter. <laughs> You're throwing everything at it and uh, it's, it's just about there. There's, yeah, yeah. There's, there's not much more room to go. And I'm like, one person putting their kid in the book We'll put you in the clear. People getting people getting those figures, and now now I'm on I'm I'm on a I have to keep refreshing the page. I'm like, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I keep doing the same. Believe me, I'm I'm low key trying to keep my eye on the screen, but <laughs> seeing how 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 uh, you know how is it doing now? How are we going? But yeah, I mean, 64 hours left. So you know, thank you to again to everybody that that's joined. I don't want to turn this into. Uh, you know, uh, Sarah McLaughlin video where we're uh, yeah. we're singing the in the in the eyes of the angel or anything, but you know, but seriously, even just a buck, just to say, hey, you know, I I, I see what you're doing. Um, it's not for me, but uh, you know, here's a buck to help you out. At the very least, it's another backer. Um, you know, it all it all helps out, and it really does make a difference in the end. I know there's been a few folks that that have done just a buck, and hey, I respect it. Thank you very much. Um, I know we got a. We got to cut off here, but before we do, uh, I just want to know the name Hero. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we we uh, in in this world, Ike looks up to uh, his fictional hero, which is his name is Hero Man. And I know it's super cheesy, but it's it's something for kids, right? Um, hero Man is is basically his idol. He looks up to him, and he's on TV. He's on magazines and he's everywhere for this kid and he looks up to him and because he's five years old he doesn't know how to spell perfectly quite yet um in the very beginning of our comic he's uh he believes that he's in a in a video game 
and he's creating this avatar to look like his hero. And, you know, he gets to the point where he's writing his name and he's just like, you know what? Hero's good enough. You can tell, you can tell the difference between the two of us. You know, our colors are slightly different and my name is hero. He's hero man. You know, he's not quite a man yet. So he's only hero at this point. And is that the character that's standing behind him on this screen? Correct. Yeah. So hero, hero is his alter ego. That's who's standing behind him here in the, in the video. Um, and his, uh, his um, mentors, Sid and Van, directly behind him. And those guys are always at odds. So, um, you know, that adds a, a, another layer of, uh, of, of fun, you know, seeing the two banter between, you know, between the, the two of them going back and forth. And maybe, I don't know if we have enough time, um, we can play the video. Um, that, sure. It's a really fun video. My son is actually um, makes a, a cameo in this one as well. Hi, I'm Ike. I'm five years old, going on six, and I'm the new monster hunter in town. How am I supposed to learn in school when I have these guys to worry about and these two? Read my story, you'll see a lot of big monsters and monster fights. Plus, I'm in it too! Hi there. So as you just heard, America I Jew is a story about a five-year-old named Ike and his journey to becoming the next monster hunter. He can't do it by himself because he is a little guy. So he has these two mentors with super different ideologies. On one end, you have the, the fighter who just wants to get in, get out. And then you have the older brother who wants to plan everything out. Ike has to balance between both of these ideologies and, and, and make his own decisions. And in doing so, he's going to face off against some pretty big characters. We're going to throw a lot at this little guy, uh, starting off with Chupacabras, Beast of Churubusco. We're going to have Momo and Snallygaster. There's a lot of lot of favorites in there of mine. And hopefully you guys enjoy monsters as much as I do. Um, and you'll follow along with the story where you'll see Ike as a character evolve beyond just duking things out. So... Please follow along. Thank you so much for listening this far. And thank you in advance for sharing. We really appreciate each and every one of you taking the initiative and getting out there. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, my, my favorite part is when my son comes in at the very tail end of that animation and, and you know, says, I'm in it too. You know, um, it kind of, it, you know, that's, that's what, what you can expect that, that kind of heart, you know, um, and, and whimsy. And we, and we get to see uh, a slightly different version of 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 the toy too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see. Uh, um, just version of of that um, of that character. You know. Again, he's he's a, a bigger than life character here. And then you're you're gonna see him in Jezreel's style. Um, you know, he'll he'll really come into into his own here with um, with the, within the next two issues and more because we have a ton of other monsters that he's that he's uh, working on right now. Awesome. Uh, so everybody, please go check this out. I'm going to be sharing the bleep out of this. I had to say bleep. Thank you. <laughs> it's a case comic. Uh, Thank you. I'm going to be sharing the heck out of this. Uh, and, and please go into the Kickstarter and follow all the artists because Edgar spent 
hours of work tires tirelessly putting all their tags into every single tier. <laughs> yes, yes. Please go follow those guys. They're amazing. Copy and paste onto the notepad and then one by one go and follow <laughs> them on social media. For sure. So I want to yeah. thank you very much uh, for coming out. Uh, the project looks awesome. Uh, thank you. I don't know how a lot of people are going to, uh, after tonight, you know, fight themselves away from, you know, getting one of those toy tiers. Uh, you know, and, unless they have a joint bank account with their wife, then it might, <laughs> then it might be a little explaining or, yeah. uh, but I'm taking you on vacation. Right. <laughs> okay. You can buy a toy. You Yay! can do a virtual vacation. <laughs> yeah. Virtual vacation. Yeah. So, I'm sure it'll go well. Definitely go check out this book. Uh, yes, check please. out the tiers. There's so many tiers and so many things you can do. Uh, if you're, like I said, if you're overseas, or, you know, Canada, who thinks they're overseas, uh, you can always opt for the uh, for the digital version. Right. Or the physical, it'll just be a little more in shipping, of course. Right. And if you want the toy, which I can't imagine, you do not want the toy, uh, especially the Momo version of the toy. Right. Hand-painted. And, uh, you know, just go, just go check it out. Uh, we're going to be sharing this on all our social media. Um, and as soon as we, as soon as we wrap here, I'm going to be downloading the audio and it's going to go onto my podcast platform awesome. as well. Uh, so you'd be able to get the, uh, get the interview anywhere that you can download podcasts, just search for creators out there. Very cool. And thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you, uh, helping me out with this, with this appearance. Thanks Edgar. It's been a, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. Uh, like I said, as soon as I read your bio, I was like, he makes comic books and toys. This dude is awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So uh, thank you. Uh, we're going to look forward to uh, seeing seeing this complete. That means you need to go pledge now. Yes, please, uh, please. Uh, you know, get get this, you know, get this uh, far over the top and uh, make this happen because uh, this is just uh, an awesome thing. And, man, this is just a cool looking book, dude. Thanks again, man. So I'm going to sign off and, and thank you guys so much for your time. I uh, really can't tell you how much I appreciate all of your help. Um, and especially to you, Will. Thanks, man. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you soon. Hopefully uh, with a copy of the book in my hand. Yes. Yes. Very soon. All right. Bye. Take care. <laughs>